to present God's new revelation into the world. A messenger has been sent, prepared to carry the burden of a new revelation, bringing a new reality into the world. This happens once perhaps in a thousand years. As humanity reaches a great threshold, a turning point in its evolution, and a time of great and immense challenge, not for merely one tribe or group, but for all of humanity. People everywhere are beginning to realize that they are approaching this threshold, a time of environmental decline a time of great change in the world's climate, a time of economic and political upheaval, a time when the risk of great war is upon humanity, over who will have access to the remaining resources of the world, a time when nations are unable to take care of their citizens and to provide for them adequately. A time when humanity faces intervention from aggressive and invasive forces in the universe who seek to claim dominance here without the use of force. It is perhaps the greatest turning point in human history, for it will affect the outcome for all people of all nations and faith traditions. It is not merely to introduce a new reality to one people, nation, or group. For it is here now to speak to the whole world, a world now that has global communication and commerce, a world now that has very little time to prepare for the great change that is coming to the world. The message is sent from the angelic horse. There is only one, for there can be only one. For there is only one who is prepared to receive a revelation from God and to bring it into the world and to carry it there. He is a man without position in the world. He is a humble man. He is a man who has proven he has the character the faith and the compassion and commitment to carry such a great burden and gift. It has taken 40 years for the messenger to receive and prepare for the revelation. It is a process of great mystery and power process that no one on earth can really understand completely. It is an engagement with the divine. It is where God once again gives warning, blessing, preparation and direction to the human family. It comes from a great lineage. For those who stand with the messenger in this greater purpose. This is what brings resonance and unity 
ensures that the revelation itself is part of an ongoing process. The next stage, the next great directive, the next great step for the human family as it stands at the threshold of space and as it faces a declining world, a world now polluted and degraded from human ignorance, abuse, and misuse. Those who stand with the messenger represent the great traditions of the world. The Buddha, the Jesus, and the Muhammad. Previous messengers who have brought great change, direction, to build human civilization to breach the borders of cultures and nations, to bring a greater spiritual awareness and practice into the world. The messenger now carries on their tradition and they stand with him. For he is representing their will and the purpose that guides them, which guides him now. This must be emphasized or people will think that this is somehow a contradiction or a competition, that it stands in conflict with their tradition, the traditions of the world. In actuality, it is the perfect next step, you see. For human civilization has been established. Though it is fragile and full of corruption difficulty, it has been established. There is world community now and interdependence. There is world awareness to a certain degree. There is even world compassion and conscience to a certain degree. It is far from perfect and it is fragile in a changing world. It can be undermined by intervention from without and by collapse from within. That is why God has spoken again. For God will continue to direct the human family as long as it shows promise to become a free and self-determined race in a universe where freedom is rare and must be established and maintained with great care and vigilance. The lineage of the messenger is the lineage of all the messengers. And of those who have sensed all the messengers, who are the same as the one, the assembly of the angelic hosts assigned to oversee the world. This one world, amongst innumerable worlds in the universe, wherever intelligent life has evolved, or has planted itself in its latter stages of technological development, an angelic presence is there. This is the theology of God's work in the universe, which is for the first time being presented through the new message for humanity. To understand what God is doing in the world, you must have an understanding now of what God is doing throughout this greater community of life in the universe. And for the first time in history, this is now being presented. 
is all part of God's plan, you see. Set in motion, it's the beginning of time. Set in motion, it's the beginning of human civilization. Set in motion, and now being carried forth in its next stage of evolution and development. For this is not the end of the world. These are not the end times. This is a great transition. And for this transition to be successful and not disastrous, humanity must be prepared for living in a new world of environmental and economic restraint. And humanity must be prepared to engage wisely with the universe of intelligent life, a non-human universe who is now intervening in the world in certain ways, ways that humanity is unaware of or does not understand, ways that are a direct threat to human sovereignty and the future of human freedom here on Earth. It is a momentous time to be in the world at a time of revelation. But the meaning of revelation and the process of revelation must be clearly understood or you will not be able to recognize the great meaning of this time and what it means for you and how you are connected to it what it reveals about your life and greater purpose being in the world at this time with all its great global problems and human tragedies If you are a Christian, you must realize that Jesus stands by the messenger. For Jesus will not return to the earth, but is now overseeing humanity's emergence into this greater community of life. For you who are Buddhists, you must realize the Buddha stands with the messenger, for he brings a greater inner awareness, and he brings the preparation to engage with humanity's deeper nature, with him now, in a form, in a way that can be studied everywhere. For all people of all faith tradition. For you who are a Muslim, you must realize that the Prophet Muhammad stands with the messenger. For he continues the great work of building and protecting human civilization, now facing a set of problems and challenges never before seen in the world. All of these great messengers from the past realize that their traditions cannot prepare humanity for what is to come and for what is here already and for what must be done, and undone, and changed, and realized, and brought into being. For the great traditions of the past cannot prepare humanity for living in a new world, where great compassion and cooperation will have to be established if humanity is to survive in a world of diminished resources, of violent weather, of environmental change. Here there cannot be competition between the religions of the world. 
There cannot be even competitions between the nations of the world if humanity is to be provided for and made safe and secure in a turbulent world where there will be great uncertainty and upheaval. So we have reached the point in the great timeline of humanity's evolution where a new revelation must be given. The need for this was foreseen long ago by those who watch over the world. It is no accident that you are here or have reached this great turning point. It is no mishap or by mere chance that this has happened. For all races in the universe who develop technologically will reach a point where they will deplete their own planet's provision and will have to face the reality of the greater community itself. The lineage of the messenger means that he stands in harmony with all the great traditions, not as people interpret them, not as they have become altered and changed on the landscape of the world, not as they have been altered and misconstrued by governments and institutions and ambitious individuals seeking to use the revelations for their own advancement and their own personal goal. This is why God's new message will have all the great traditions of the world reassessing their fundamental beliefs and assertions because you are merging into a greater community of life. You are now dealing with a God of a billion, billion, billion races and more. You are facing a non-human universe where human ethics, where human values will not be shared or even recognized. We are facing a world now that will require, out of necessity, great human cooperation, a great giving and compassion from peoples everywhere, from all faith traditions, superseding and overshadowing theological debates and contention over who the messengers were and which religion is better or more true to God's plan and will. You are living at a time of revelation, as important as any time of revelation is a part. And you are here bearing witness to the revelation, which could never occur in the past, beyond a local community of people. You are now hearing the voice of revelation, a voice such as spoke to the Jesus, the Buddha, and the Muhammad. The voice not of one individual, but of all the angelic hosts together. It is a time of revelation for those who can respond. It is a time of calling in great meaning and confirmation for those who can respond. But to respond, you must understand what you are looking at here. You must recognize the importance of the messenger in the world. And you must understand that all God's messengers stand with you 
in his great purpose and mission here on earth. This will require that you understand that God is the source of all the world's true religions. They all began with the divine purpose and intent. And they have all been changed and altered over time. But now God's new revelation is pure. You're even hearing the voice of revelation. You're hearing the words that were spoken, words so similar to those spoken to the Jesus, the Buddha, and the Muhammad, and all the great saints and humanitarians over time who have contributed to the well-being of humanity and who have helped to build a human civilization where knowledge has been kept alive, where the spiritual reality has been kept alive. Humanity has not destroyed itself already because of the power and the presence of this knowledge and this awareness in enough people. And great works in giving has occurred throughout time because of the power of this presence and awareness. But now humanity's survival and the survival of human civilization itself is a great peril. A greater peril now than has ever existed. Greater than the world wars of the past century. Greater than any threat or challenge. For there are others who seek domination of the world. And they will seek to achieve their goals without the use of force. And they will seek not to destroy humanity, but to harness humanity for their own purpose. They realize the value of the earth and that it's being despoiled by human greed, ignorance, competition, and conflict. And they will intervene to preserve these things, the world's value and resources for their own needs and use. But humanity can preserve the world for itself and for its future and for the well-being of all people but it will require a great change in awareness and understanding, a great and different understanding of God and God's work in the world, and how God redeems individuals and entire worlds through the power and presence of knowledge that has been placed within each person. It is a new threshold, a new education, but one that is entirely natural and intrinsic to who you are and to the peoples of the world. God loves humanity and understands humanity's plight and dilemma and the cause of human error and misunderstanding. That is why God has placed knowledge within each individual, waiting to be discovered. For it is this that will redeem the individual and brings them back to the divine connection and awareness leading them to act in harmony with others and to give their gifts to a world whose needs are escalating with each passing day. It is the great challenge of revelation. It is the great gift of revelation. It is the great time in which God has spoken again, giving humanity, all of humanity now, a great chance to see, to know, and to act in harmony with itself, 
to serve a world in need, to prepare for the difficult future, and to safeguard human unity, sovereignty, and freedom in this world amidst the presence of other opposing forces. This will have all the world's religions reassessing their fundamental beliefs and all the believers of religions to reconsider how they are responding to God's presence and work in the world. It will be a great challenge, but a redeeming one, it says. For here, one group is not set against another. Here, no one is demeaned and denied. Here, no religion is disputed, discarded. Here no people are forgotten or misused. Here the great love of God, the great compassion of God, and the great wisdom of God are fully brought in to revelation. Not for one group or one people, but for all of humanity. To realize these things, to see these things, and to realize the great truth that they represent, you must come to the revelation. You must read it and hear it, study it, and begin to apply it into your life and circumstances. You must have the humility to set aside your grievances, your admonitions, and your fixed beliefs in order to receive the blessings of the Creator, given now for you with such power and clarity given so completely that it does not require human commentary, human explanation, for it is the largest revelation ever given to this world. And it is given at a time where humanity is literate, where there is a world community and a world communication. It is not a refutation of the past but a confirmation of the path. But to see this, you must have a new understanding of God's plan and purpose for the peoples of this world and why God is preparing humanity for the greater community of life, which it must now face, and why God is preparing humanity to restore the world so that it may continue to support human civilization and the well-being of people everywhere. For this you must have clear eyes. For God's new revelation will refute much of human understanding, belief, and assertions. For these are born of ignorance, past ignorance and present ignorance. These are born of misunderstanding and misinterpretation. For now you are hearing the voice that spoke to the Buddha, the Jesus, and the Muhammad. And God's revelation is telling you that these three great emissaries stand with the messenger for this time and the times to come. For there is only one messenger in the world, and he represents those who sent him and those who stand with him. He is bringing the word of God into the world for the first time in over 1,400 years. For the first time, this is it is not a question of belief. It is a question of recognition, honesty, 
and the humility and the willingness to receive. This is the challenge for the recipient. There is no condemnation in God's new revelation. There is no judgment against humanity. There is no cruel punishment awaiting those who cannot respond. There is no claiming that everyone must believe in one thing only. For this can never be the case. God knows this. There can never be a one-size-fits-all religion. For this will never work. And God understands this. That is why the revelation given gives such power to the individual. And opens the way for personal revelation which would be very difficult to achieve in the traditions of the past, given how they have been misused and misconstrued over time by people. The Jesus, the Buddha, and the Muhammad stand with the messenger, for he is continuing their great work in the world, a great work that they hold in harmony with one another, for they all, in truth and in clarity, represents the one purpose the one will and the one plan of God. To develop human conscience, human ethics, and human civilization. To prepare humanity for a greater future within this world and within the greater community of worlds. To preserve and build human freedom over time. And to build compassion, acceptance, forgiveness, and humility so that human civilization will be truly beneficial and truly sustaining for the human family here on earth.